good evening. Now, this is unusual for me to do a podcast at this time of the night, 9.15. I do want to talk about uh, one emotion that a lot of us have, men and women. I always think that the men are more so than the women, but it could also be the reverse. Jealousy. A lot of people think that jealousy is a wrong emotion to have uh, when it comes to you know, your husband and your wife. I am jealous. Do you know that a little bit of jealousy means that you care about the other person? It's not a bad thing, but a lot of people think, oh, you're jealous or he's jealous. Sometimes people mistakenly think if you're jealous, you're possessive or controlling. No, far from it. It's good to have, it's good to be jealous. It's good to be jealous of your loved one because that means that you care about them, that you care about them so much that you love them. Now, if you weren't jealous, you wouldn't have a care in the world. Now, I've seen a lot of couples fight back in the day before I became, quote, involved with someone. All the things that I've always wondered is why do, why do men and women fight over that when there's really nothing to fight about? You know, I always tell my significant other, oh, I'm jealous because, you know, you work with women. Well, and he's jealous that I work with men. So, see? But we both agree that a little jealousy means that you care about that person so much that you love them. Because if you weren't jealous, you wouldn't, you wouldn't care, basically. And then a lot of people think that being jealous is a form of possessiveness. No, it's not. I don't like controlling. I've actually been a long time ago with a man ex to be exact who controlled everything and he was the type of guy that would just find fault with everything I could never do anything right I I was always you know I was not the woman that he had wanted in his life but at the time I was battling cancer do you think I cared what he thought of me no because when you're battling an illness that's the furthest thing from your mind He wasn't there for me. The five years that I spent with him was hellish, right? But now he's in the past. Now I'm looking towards my present, my future with my significant other because he's a totally different man. He's a man that I truly love, truly adore. And again, jealous. But I had said to him, that means that you love me if you're jealous. It's the same thing from what I tell him. The same thing I'm jealous too. That means that we both love each other. See, all of you think that that's a bad thing to be jealous. It's not. If you didn't have any concern over the people that you loved in your life, then it wouldn't matter to you. You wouldn't care what happens to them. But you know, deep down inside, when you really, truly love someone, that's going to come out. I think it's more so with men. And I think men, once they have a woman that they want and they hold on to and they love her, and then they see that the woman has a mind of her own or she has like friends that are the male the male species or, or just males in general, yes, your husband or boyfriend will get jealous, but that means that he loves you. Same thing with women. Women, you know, are jealous when their boyfriends or husbands deal with women, whether they're, they're at work or they just have female friends. See, it goes both ways. Jealousy is not a bad emotion to have. If you think of all the people in this world that there are other emotions I wouldn't want to suggest that you even, you know, if, if, if your partner, your husband, your, your wife, more so, it's more so with men, but 
I find that men who are controlling are possessive. Stay away from. Because when they control you, they just not only control you, they control everything. Your whole life, what you wear, what you don't wear, who you can see, your family. That's that, And it becomes violent in a sense. And I would not wish anyone to go through that type of pain. You don't need to have someone controlling you. Now, if you're both in agreement that you both love each other and you're going to work together as equals, that's fine too. I was thinking of my own parents. Their marriage was very unique. My father and mother were perfect for one another. They complemented one another. And the reason why I say this, I looked at their marriage through the years and I watched the love that they still had for each other. After so many years, you think, okay, I've seen people say, oh, we're married for so many years and now we're getting sick of each other. But I don't understand why. What are you not happy with, with that person? You've been with them for so long. You know them. You know each other like a book. Why would you get tired of someone you've been with for so many years and and then try to rebuild a, a life with somebody else? Wouldn't that be like a slap in the face to that person that you supposedly love? See, my father was the type of man that loved my mother. I didn't even look at another woman. He had no interest in looking at another woman. And in his younger years too, even when he was fighting in the war, he had a wonderful woman and then, you know, come home and he had his, he had his family, his, his two daughters. And then I came along 10 years later. So that tells you that he was committed. Again, he was the luckiest man in the world to have women in the house, him being the only man. Do you know how lucky that is? Come on, guys. You should be lucky that if you have a wife and then you all have daughters instead of sons, you're the only guy that has all women in the house. And that's a good thing. The same thing if it was a woman and her husband and they all have boys. And she would be the luckiest because she would have all men in the house. Not just her husband, but her sons. I had actually asked my father this too. I asked my father... Were you upset that I was born a boy? And he goes, no. He goes, I want all my children to be healthy. Because you figured out, he has two daughters. Now he's going to have another daughter. But I, when I remember talking with my father, he was very happy. Now, the only thing that he was worried about is after my mother had given birth to me, she almost died having me. And again, I still blame myself for that. I blame myself because, you know, I was—I know I was a baby, and but I always thought that if I hadn't come into the picture, her life would have been different, that she wouldn't have gotten so sick, that she wouldn't have been on the verge of death. But my father made a point that we did not, we didn't bond as a mother and child should. We didn't have that bond. And as a matter of fact, she lost a month and a half of my life with her but then we were able to leave together coming out of the hospital which is a good thing if you think about think about this think about women childbirth I've heard stories from people who have given birth depending on how if it's a natural childbirth you go through pain now both my, my older sister with her kids she tried to do natural with her first child and she couldn't she did a c-section she had three c-sections with all of her kids now she has the scar and she goes i wish that i would have given 
naturally. Then I heard the next door neighbor when she had her child at the same time. She went through many hours of labor. I'm like, wow. And I asked my mother, I said, when you had, well, some of my, my older sister, did you have any type of pain? I mean, I saw my mother at a young age. Well, not young. She was in her mid-30s when she had my, my older sister. But again, she was big. I'm like, mom, boy, I saw a picture from she. She, she says, you gain weight with your first child. But then after that, it gets easier. And I'm like, it's good to know gain weight for the first time. Because I'm my elder sister when she had, before she had her child, yes, she did gain weight. Everything blew up. She had big hands, big arms, big legs. Everything was big and puffy. I'm like, that must be very uncomfortable. The thing that I always think that having a child in this day and age is a beautiful thing. Creating a life Look at, listen to the word, creating a life is beautiful. A beautiful thing between a man and a woman. Or to anybody who wants to have a child. And if you can't have it that way, you can also have it, you know, is, you know for surrogacy. If you want to have someone who's a, a surrogate or someone who's going to give birth for you. But see, creating a child is one of the God, God's greatest gifts. And having a child as a gift from God is a blessing in and of itself. Because you ask yourself this question, what makes you, what makes you, what makes you wonder? If you ask yourself, you have a life growing inside of you. I used to remember watching a show about giving birth. But just looking at it from the other point of view, where you see a child, or the, the development of a child growing inside of a woman's body, that's a beautiful thing. And then watching her get bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, I'm always skeptical about pregnant women and cravings. I asked my elder sister, did you have cravings? Because you hear these, sometimes you watch TV and you hear women have these, pregnant women have these weird cravings like pickles and ice cream. Or something else that could be considered disgusting, but to them, it's a craving. I mean, I've heard of so many different cravings that women have had, and I thought, but my sister never really had any cravings that I could remember. But I might ask her though. I'm just curious. Did you have cravings when you had, when you were pregnant? Because pregnant women did be weird things, or they would ask for things that would be just so out of the ordinary. Pickles and ice cream. That does not sound very appealing. I know I have a craving for certain things, but I don't know if it would be pickles and ice cream. That's a little on the bizarre side. But again, you ask yourself this question. Think about it. You're, you and your husband or whoever, husband, boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, are creating a life together. You're making a baby. Making a baby. Creating life inside of you. Now, I was always fascinated by just the whole baby how a baby gets in there and, and I know everyone's gonna think oh my god look at her how old is she <laughs> I will not reveal my age but I look great for my age but think about it children are God's greatest gifts a gift from God that's what you classified as a gift from God a child 
you're blessed enough. And it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl as long as it's healthy. See, I like to have a little boy. But I know my significant other says he wants to have a girl. So we'll see. I said, well, whatever we get, it'll be a blessing and a gift from God. You accept it. I don't want how some people, they want to know right away what it is. I want it to be a surprise. Because, you know, if it's a boy, wonderful. If it's a girl, and then you can you can make the room up really nice. You can put the colors in. And, and then you can, you know, have... See, I don't have these... I don't want to have these type of parties where everybody has this gender reveal where they want to... I reveal the identity of the baby, the sex of the baby. I'm like, no, come on, let it be a surprise. I asked my mother, I said, did you know? Did you have a preference? My mother, I don't think mattered to her if she had a son or a daughter. But I think she was happy when she had three daughters. Because again, my father was the luckiest man in the world to be in a, a room or in a house filled with women. I said, come on. And all the neighbors would joke around. Say, hey, John, you're the luckiest man on the block. You, you're the only man with four women in the house. Four women. But again, out of that, me and him had developed a bond. And I was always so grateful that my mother and father kept me I was always worried that I would be too much of a of an imposition or a burden because you know you think you're at a time in your life when you're okay you have to have you have two mouths to feed now you're going to have a third mouth but my father again two jobs that's what made it work my father was a courageous man brave blunt I mean my god he was very blunt again the first time I heard him curse I was just shocked I mean, yes, we weren't allowed to curse, as it should. You should show respect to your parents, because every decade and every generation is different. But I've always seen this now. I don't. I think it's improper for, for children to, to talk back to their parents and to give them hell. I, I just think it's wrong. And in this day and age, you should know better. You should show respect to your parents of everything that they've done for you, that will do for you. Don't go around and just, like talk back to them and, and curse them. I mean, I've been through a long time ago through a friend's house. Her mother, her father, her and her brother would curse at each other. I'm thinking, my family doesn't do that. How how disrespectful is that? Because again, I don't want to hear kids disrespect their parents. I don't want to even hear them curse. You would think that children pick that up because children, again, copy off of grown-ups. Our children copy off of grown-ups do what they see, what they hear. You really can't blame the child, but you got to remember, you got to tone it down when you have children. Be careful what you say around them. I mean, you think that they're they're not listening? They are. See, I'm doing different topics, as I'm just talking about different things. I figured I'd give you my little, a little, you know, talk before settling in for the night. I mean, I had a long, crazy day at work work was great but at the same time I was not feeling well actually less well let's just say yesterday was a horror story in and of itself coming home I'm talking about major sick and when you're sitting in traffic it does not help you have to roll the window down because you feel that sickness you feel like you're ready to and a few times I did then when I got home I was just so much pain and I figured oh my god is this this is ever gonna happen? Am I ever gonna have a, a, a you know a time when I don't feel any pain in my in my stomach? Pain in the stomach. Again, when you're driving and you're sitting in traffic, that's the worst, worst, worst combination to have. You know. But I can tell you one thing though. I love my job. 
I mean, a lot of people will say, oh, how can I love my job? I love what I do. I'm going to talk about that in tomorrow's topic about jobs, about people and their job. Some people complain and gripe. I don't like my job. Well, if you don't like your job, you know what to do. Go out there and look for something. For me, I love my job. It's just trying to please other people. I'm not going to even try too hard. My manager gave me tips here. Some people are set in their ways. I know. But we're talking about someone who's training me, who was what? Not even born, and I was in doing this from the time that I was in my early 20s, this industry that I'm in. She doesn't seem to understand. Yes, times have changed, and I've been out of work for so long, and now I'm back into the industry. But again, you ask yourself this question. Why would you even question me? I've known how to do my job for a long time, and I'm happy to have been a part of it. And I am so grateful that they took me on. Because again, it's... What do you call it? It's it's very easy. It's very easy to blend in and be a part of the group. They're a small company. There's like, what, 25, 30, 40 people? Not many people, really. There's just... And we never rarely go into the warehouse. That's more of a, you know, whatever. But um, it's good. I like it. It's just, you know, coming home, didn't have time for myself... By the time I get home, I'm so tired and I have don't have a chance to eat anything and it's late and then I got to go to sleep. But I have the two days to myself. I figure, well, now's the time to rest and to reflect. I think reflection is important when you're working five days a week. Sometimes the weekends get boring because I don't know what to do with myself. Although tomorrow is another story. Tomorrow, and it's rainy tier. Yeah, I like rainy days because rainy days you could just reflect. Or you could just watch TV or take a nap. Which I probably will because I don't get much sleep at night. With my kitty cat waking me up every so often. Yeah. Last night though, he let me sleep. But I was in such pain last night. Hoping tonight will be a nice peaceful rest. But I wanted to make it short and sweet. And just to let all of you know that, hey, I'm here. I've just been very busy with work. And I haven't forgotten my audience. I still have topics that I'm going to be talking about. Many different topics at that. But for now, I'm just going to say, have a great weekend. God bless all of you. Be strong. Be positive. Be truthful. Be true to yourselves. Love yourselves. God bless all of you. Take care.